Have you ever woken up and questioned your entire existence? Congratulations, it's called Being 30. You're listening to the Dirty 30 Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at dirty30.podcast. Hello, and welcome to Nerd Talk. Nerd Talk. Today, we're going to be talking about... The hard-hitting questions. The hard-hitting questions. Power scaling. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I've used that joke before. Anywho. Maybe. Probably. We recycle jokes, bro. It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. We believe in recycling. Yeah. Like dough from Homer. Dough! Dough! Uh, We're going to be talking about the deleted scene from the newest Batman movie that, thank God, was released... And it's actually like a legit scene. Like they legit looks like it just got cut out of that movie. Like was, everything yeah, was finished. It was ready to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna talk about some sad news. Uh, Taylor Hawkins, drummer of the Foo Fighters, has passed away. Yeah, that is sad. That is sad. So that scene. What did you think of it? It should have stayed in the movie. You think it should have stayed in the it movie? It should have stayed in the movie. Really? Because it, it would have done what? the ending way more justice. But it was in the... Oh, it would have had to take place in the middle, though, huh? It would have had to take For place... For sure. I would think it would have to take place immediately after the first time he got the card, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. It had to be... Maybe not the first card, but probably the second, second card. Second or third. Because he said... Yeah, because he had to have been getting desperate, right? Exactly. And he already established him as a serial killer mm-hmm. in that scene. Exactly. Spoilers for the scene if you guys haven't seen the scene off jump. Oh, yeah. Spoilers. Yeah, because... But I'm pretty sure everybody's seen it. It's just not that yeah, long. Yeah, it's on YouTube. You don't got to pay for it or nothing. Nope. Maybe watch an ad or two. Yeah. But what did you think of the performance? Or the Joker, the, the way they're taking it? Okay, so he... Uh, what's this guy's name? He played in the Eternals. He was one of the Eternals. Can't oh, he was? Mm-hmm. I don't even know his real name. No, I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, he was the Eternal who can control their people's minds. Oh, uh, okay. Did you even see that movie? The Eternals? I didn't watch it, no. Oof. It's all right. Anyway. Uh, he reminded me. He was like a cross between Heath Ledger and mm-hmm. the Arkham video games Joker. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, that Joker looks sick. Well he, well, he is sick. And he looks like he's dying. And this this guy looks like he's sick. Like yeah. physically sick. He does. He looks... He had patches he looks of hair missing. Patch, dude. Yes. And, yeah. I don't know about that to me. About what? It's hard. It's, he's hard on the eyes, dude. Like, I, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to want to see him in a bunch of scenes. You like that design? Do you like his, his aesthetic? Do you like how he... Uh, I th- what they're going with it? I think they overdid it. I think they need to dial it back a little. They with need the to mouth, dial it back. The, the mouth looks. Yeah, the mouth dude. looks super crazy, but yeah. to be honest, the mouth wasn't the part about it that was like overkill. Just like if you look at, like I just recently watched it again before we did this. Mm-hmm. He has scars on the back of his head. Yeah. He's got scars on his hands. Like he's uh, like he he's almost. It, uh, somebody uh, one of the comments was like he actually looks more like hush hush yeah. has his body all cut up and tore up and all of a sudden yeah scarred up everywhere and it's like that's the part for me it's like the mouth makes sense because this is a joker who physically can't stop smiling yeah and so it makes sense that his 
this area would be jacked because he's trying to make it stop. Mm. But why are your hands scarred? Why is the back of your head? Why are you missing? You're missing patches yeah, of hair. Like what what's on with him? all that? And there's no yeah. And why is it still like that? Is this scar? Are those scars on his head too? Yeah, he had scars so on the gonna, back of his yeah. head. So he's going to be permanently like that. Probably his hair is going to be patching. Stuff. Very possible. But I'm thinking. I'm wondering. Are they throwing that out there to see how people react to it? And then are they going to tweak it? Because technically, it's not in the movie. Correct. So did right. it happen? Right. You know what I mean? Did Batman actually go over there in the story? Oh, that's true. That's true. Technically, no. Yeah. So I'm saying like they could they could probably mess with the design a little bit. I liked how it looked I through the glass. Saying. Through the glass, it looked dope. You know what I mean? In how the showed, scene? Yeah, how it showed how it showed through the glass. You how can it looked kind of vaguely a little bit. make it out. I liked how they did that. And he was, yeah, he was, he did remind me of Ledger. A the, little bit. Some of, of the design choices. And even his, like him talking, his cadence, his like, his, his way of talking was a little. His uh, articulation. Yeah. It was a little, he, it reminded me of him mm-hmm. a little bit. It did. And I didn't hate it. It was cool. His laugh was cool. And then he did, he did, um, the way he talked, he did make me want to listen to what he's saying and stuff. Like I was interested mm-hmm. in how, and what he was saying. He didn't, he personally right now from the first release, I like it better than the first release that they had of Leto. <laughs> Leto's Joker. You know right. what I mean? Like, I don't hate it like that. I'm just like, I don't, it's like a little too grotesque for me right now. Right. For, for Joker. But let's see what happens. Like, I don't hate, I don't hate it. I mean, you also got to think like him being grotesque isn't really too far out of the realm because there's, there's that one run of the comics where he cut his own face off only to staple it back on. Exactly. Yeah. That's pretty graphic. (laughs) And then what's his name? Did have a messed up mouth in a way. Um, Heath Ledger's. Right. Like his teeth were kind of. Yeah, his teeth were jacked and yeah. the and the scars, but the those his scars were so way worse tame compared to this compared dude. to this dude. Yeah, these dudes are way worse. His are all over, side to side, down the chin, just all over. Yeah, that thing. are we having too many jokers now? Do you think that are we doing too much with Joker? Because it's so weird. Because we had the we had the Leto one, which was right worst of Uni- all time, universally hated. <laughs> Some people like it, dude. Well, uh, you know what I was gonna bring it up is that so that first Suicide Squad movie with Leto yeah. had a um a song. Obviously, it had an album to go with it for with music on it. Yeah, and by the Twenty One Pilots, right? That that song you're talking that about. was their song, right? But there was yeah. another song on there. With the whatever hot rapper was at the time, and Skrillex was a DJ. Uh, that music video had Leto as the Joker in it, and people were saying that that's watch that music video. That was the Joker that should have been in the movie. Oh, really? The way he co- portrays himself in this music video of all things was a thousand times better than mm-hmm. what we got in the movie. So he yeah, have you watched the video? Yeah. And what do you think? It's, it's yeah, yeah, definitely. One guy was saying he's like, I hate this song, so I watched it without the music, and yeah, I even without music, like I get. Like, I'll check I it out. You check it out. I'll check it out because yeah, some yeah that joke. I I think that movie suffered from so many problems though. Yeah. And so personally, I think I think Jared Leto probably could have done a slightly better job. It was just he wasn't in it enough. 
And you know, all of they his used parts. They as a sales. Yeah, point, all of his all of his parts were in the freaking trailer. Yeah, and then of course the design, overall design. I hated a lot of the people design, didn't like dude. It. I hated it. Mm-hmm. Tattoo. Uh, Damaged goods. Gosh. <laughs> his his whole motivation wasn't even Joker, bro. He does not care about Harley. Oh, right, 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 right. on to that. We're gonna talk about this new guy and well, for the an- hopes that we have for him. To answer your question. I think we're not quite there yet, but we we are getting to that point where it's like and too many. Yeah, he needs. Let's give the character a rest. Right, give it a, give that character a rest. But mm-hmm. it sucks because he is. It, it's just so integral to Batman. He's yeah. It's hard to not. And we're just getting a bunch of Batman's too, huh? Mm-hmm. Like it just. Not so. Not as many as Joker. It's not so bad because he movie. had his own movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which. That movie I liked. Oh, yeah, I liked Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. He did a, such a unique job with it. He mm-hmm. didn't really try to copy anybody else. He made it his own. Yeah, he there was, was only dope. like a there's only like a handful of times where I was like, that reminded me of, of Heath Ledger or that reminded me of Nicholson. But you know what's Very crazy, bro? Times. Like Heath Ledger's impact was so like it still felt right now. And oh it yeah, always will be. Yeah, because even after that movie, I'm still like Heath Ledger is. I don't know. He's still like the pinnacle. Him and Jack Nicholson. And now it's Heath Ledger. Like everything that came after Heath Ledger's Joker, every Joker iteration has been influenced by that performance. And his was so unique. It wasn't really influenced by any other Joker in a way. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, no, it wasn't. Like I'm thinking about it and he, he was just, he made it his own character. Mm Mm-hmm. His voice, everything. Now, now everybody wants to do that. Now yeah, everybody's exactly. doing that that little thing. Even the new guy. Even yeah, because what's his name does. Um, the one who does the voice work for the animated series, mm-hmm. he does it his own way too, mm-hmm. and his is super mimicked by a bunch of people that do animated. Mark Hamill's Mark, Mark Hamill's Hamill. Joker is imitated by a bunch of people who do yeah. him like. In cartoons, animated series, they they try to copy his voice, and I'm feeling the same way with Ledger. Everybody who does them live is kind of getting that little cadence, the way the way he talked, the way he used the word, the way he did his mannerisms and stuff. People are starting to take that from him too. Mm-hmm. Which uh, which is it's crazy how how big of an impact he's had because it's what that was 2008, dude. Yeah, and it's already over 10 years ago, and it's still it's still going. Soon. Yeah. But yeah, this guy he kind of did. He gave me a little bit of ledger vibes, but he did. He did make it his own. His laugh is his own. He yeah, didn't for really sure. Copy. He didn't copy the laugh. He and he does seem. He does seem super dark. He fits right. That's into what this I new was world. gonna say. That was the other thing that he just seems visually terrifying. Yeah, and just something of not just that, but just that whole scene really made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> no, yeah. And then, like, how you could see that he tries to bring out the darkness out of people because he was like, you think they deserved it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That He's going to be super antagonistic, like, in the sense that he's a joker in that sense that he's going to be pushing Batman mm-hmm. to that point. To the breaking point. To the point of, like, are you really going to stick to your morals that you think that you cling on to? He seems like he could. You're going to have to break the one rule. Yeah. He, he's going he's gonna to have to be like, he's... He seems like he's going to push him to that point. And mm-hmm. it's going to be crazy because it ended with him and Riddler starting up a friendship, mm-hmm. it seemed like. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, who knows what's going to happen in there? Riddler's supposed to be a genius, right? Mm-hmm. Super smart. 
there's probably going to be a, a well, he, breakout of Arkham or something. He you know, must in be, because as far as this continuity is concerned, he technically outsmarted the Batman. Yeah. And won. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah, he is. He is. And then... And then he, Joker's only going to amplify amplify those dark mm-hmm. feelings that he already has. Right. Which is going to make him even more scary because that's kind of Joker's thing. Like, he gets people to do crazy He's an things. influencer. Yeah, he gets them to do crazy. Like he says, right? They just need a little push. It's like gravity. Yeah. You just need a little push and then there you go. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to... And then, like he said, the unstoppable force meets an immovable the object. immovable object. Yep. So, I can't... Yeah, I, this Joker does seem pretty... He's, he seems cool, but yeah. let's see. It's a little too grotesque still for me. I don't know if they're going to tweak the design or something. I'm hoping they do a little bit. I don't want to just see patchy-haired Joker the whole time. Well, you also got to think he didn't have... He also didn't have a whole lot of the uh, makeup on or anything. Yeah, he It wasn't like Heath's white and red and all that stuff. No. It's just very, very little. Yeah. So I think, you know, dial back. And like you said, this isn't technically canon because that yeah. got left out. So they can tweak it. Yeah. Uh, give the dude some more hair. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. I like, at least give him some more, more hair. hair. Uh, dial back the scars. For, for me, bit. I the face ones, I don't care because that is I- intrinsic to this Joker's backstory. So I don't mind the facial yeah, ones. Yeah, can't stop smiling. Why on the hands? Why in, How in the back of the head? Like, yeah. Un- unless they do a, a surprise twist and... Because we don't really get to see his whole face all at once. We see like his eyes very clearly at some point. We see his nose and mouth very clearly. Yeah. But we never get to see his whole face clearly. No. Maybe this is... Maybe, like I said, this is the the face cut off and stitched back on it. Maybe that's why oh. he's got freaking scarring all the way. Ah. That would be really crazy. And then I'm thinking like... <laughs> They took it out of the movie. I wonder why he, why Batman would go to the Joker. I mean, he was kind of lost, like on who the heck could this be? Mm-hmm. And he went to the Joker because the Joker's probably the only other serial killer. So it's like that he he like that he's caught right mm-hmm. in this time. But I wonder what the heck was he doing before when he caught him? You know what I mean? What what was the Joker doing? What caught his, what caught Batman's attention? On the Joker. You know what I mean? I, I want to see his backstory in a sense. Not his entire backstory like they did the Joker. Mm-hmm. But like what kind of... Because you know how they have like three different Jokers. They usually have the gangster one. Mm-hmm. They have this one. And this right. one seems like he's... A, they have the gangster one. Then they have the, the one that's a straight criminal. And then they have the serial killer one. Which this one seems like he's the psycho one. The serial, the serial killer. Mm-hmm. Crazy one that that in that sense. You I, know what I'm saying? I forget they had because they did a comic book on that. The three Jokers. Yeah, they had the jo- the prankster, then the yeah. They had one, three specific the, names: the prankster, the gangster, and then something like something that. Else. I, I don't know if those were the exact names that they had from, but they've like in in the comics they've always kind of had that persona of him because the first one came out he was kind of just like a dude that put put out his crimes what he was gonna do mm-hmm. and then came through with them. But his aesthetic was kind of like a gangster outfit. Yeah, it was in more gangster. Yeah. And then you had the one that was just like the one from the 60s that was just doing jokes and yeah. stupid gags mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, oh, let's do this to Gotham and it's not going to really kill anybody. And then right. you have. It'll just be funny. Then you have the super darker one that started coming out mm-hmm. later in the 90s. And this is the one that it seems like is going to be the dark one, the one that's 
a serial killer and he kind of just gets a delight of freaking killing people, cutting them up. Kind of like the Heath Ledger one in a sense. But he was like a blend of, Heath was like a blend of all of them super <sighs> criminal. And then, but you could tell like, you can't savor the little emotions that he was psycho and liked to kill people up yeah. close and personal. And Well, that was one of the things uh, Patterson tells this Joker. Like he's, he's like, he reminds me of you. Yeah. And then even tells him like you, you're, well, actually, no. The Joker's the one who tells Batman. He's like, "You think I do this for fun?" Mm. And Batman's like, "Well, don't you?" Huh. And you know they're kind of like having this little weird, yeah. little brief mind game. Yeah, like what? What is like? He doesn't really know his motivation on why he does it, right? Right. So that because then he even said like, "No, this is very personal." He was telling them like, "This isn't basically saying that he kind of." does joker do it does he do it to people that personally have slept, like done something to him because this guy is doing it not for a political reason right the riddler was killing because of something that he felt they did personally to him these people because of the conspiracy they caused because uh-huh. it affected him in a personal way because he was an orphan and that happened because the people kept the money the orphanage never got you know what i mean he mm-hmm. took that but why is the joker doing it right why is he killing like that what is behind his motivation why and which is something that nobody ever really knows, even in the comics. Like, right. why the Joker does what he does. He's an agent of chaos. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, they make mention of that in the scene, too. I think the Joker does say something along that, like, like, like he's the, like he's he's looking at all the paperwork yeah. and he's like, no, this guy's meticulous and he's very deliberate. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he take he blah, did it. Blah, blah. Yeah, that he did. This is, he's taking this very personally. This mm-hmm. is, he's doing this because, but the, that that's not Joker's motivation, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, it's weird that he went to him with it, but at the same time, it makes sense because it's a serial killer, mm-hmm. and they're kind of similar, but they're so different in their motivations. Because nobody knows why the heck Joker does what he does. He doesn't know what he why he does what he does. Yeah, it's just a big joke to him. I'm a dog that's chasing why a car. Yeah. Even if I could, but I wouldn't know what to do. Which is another thing. Like now watching the Joker movie, like we kind of get his motivation because of the Joker movie. It kind of gave him an origin story, which kind of took that mystique in a sense out of that. Yeah. That that specific Joker. Mm -hmm. But it's like, that's that specific Joker. You know what I mean? I don't know if he would fit in like in a movie versus Batman. You get what I'm saying? Do you think that he, that, uh, Joaquin's Phoenix's Joker would be? A good antagonist for the Batman? No. I don't no. think so. Because the way that that whole movie was set up was that you almost sympathize with him. Almost. You could almost, you could almost understand him. Which has always been like you don't understand Joker. Right, you know what I mean? right, right. And so between that and like just just the fact that us as the audience already know the man behind the clown mm-hmm. i don't think we could ever really see him as like some kind of like mastermind villain yeah you think we'll just see him as fleck arthur exactly fleck. i just see a broken man who has a mental disability mm-hmm. and and I, I i would find it i would i would find it hard to believe that if he was put into the quote unquote super villain role much like how we saw Riddler or any mm-hmm. of the other rogues galleries it'd be hard for me yeah 
Because I don't it kinda see was him like, that way. It kind of worked out for him. He really didn't plan it like that. Right. It kind of just worked out. Like, oh, he ran into there and everybody happened to be wearing masks. And, which kind of makes sense because it's just like he's bringing the chaos. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's that like, just kind of plays into who he is. I don't yeah. I make it up as I go along. Mm-hmm. But that Joker, even though he says that he's contradicting himself, that dude planned out everything. The Joker in the uh, the Dark Knight, you know, he says, "Right, he's hardly looking like a guy with a yeah." You have a I plan, bro. Like you have all man. kinds of plans. Stop. Yeah, you can never believe what he's saying, well, bro. They, he's well, such they, a liar. That, right? Again, that just feeds into like it's it's chaos. Like, of yeah. course, I'm going to lie or not lie, or, yeah. or maybe I am telling you like the whole story when he tells a story about the scars. Like, yeah. any one of those could have been true. Yeah, exactly. We'll never so know. Who knows when he's telling the truth and when he's not. Mm-hmm. And even when he gave Batman the wrong address. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, he, he always has a little way of doing mm-hmm. some stuff. And I want to see what this Joker is going to do. Because he's actually going to be going against Batman. Right. The other Joker was... It was the latest one, which the Walking Phoenix mm-hmm. one. He was just the character study. It was just following this dude and mm-hmm. see how he descended into the Joker. But this one, he's actually going to be going against... If, the, if he's one of the... I'm pretty sure he's going to be one of the villains in the next movie, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of set up that way that it's going to be at least three guys because who knows what Riddler and him are scheming in and Arkham. And Penguin's still and out there. And Penguin's out there, and then who knows what's going to happen there. And Now that you've brought that up, and I'm thinking a little bit more about like Joaquin Phoenix, like could he really be... Could he be the Joker and the same Joker that he's portrayed in that movie, but Batman is now a thing? Yeah. The only way that I think that would work is if they leaned even more into, like, the Saw elements. Like, we saw some of that with Riddler. Mm. That's the only way I can think that working. Mm. I don't don't think I would want to see Joaquin Phoenix physically fight Batman. Yeah. It would have to be mind games, kind of like Riddler. And just him being one step ahead at all times. Yeah, and they haven't shown that he was that kind of guy, though, right? They didn't show him planning and scheming too much in that movie. Right. He kind of was like, it's like you said, he just could, he just had outbursts lucky. of violent, of vicious violence. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like kind of you didn't know what was going to happen, which he cut, just snapped. which which is he kind of reminded me of the Joker that was in um the God. Uh, was it the Dark Knight Returns? The one when he's older? Or the Gotham? No, no. Is the it's old man it's old man Batman. And he has a new Robin, it's a girl. A Dark Knight. Something about uh, Dark Knight. The Dark Knight Returns, right? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. I forgot what the heck it was. That's called. the one that the the Batman versus Superman's based off of. Yeah. Loosely. Yeah. But that yeah, Joker, that like he's super calm. Like he was in, a, he was in a talk show in that mo- in that movie. Remember, and he was just right. like super calm, and then all of a sudden, he just started <laughs> killing heck of people and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like he did get that element of him. Like he's unpredictable. He can be freaking super violent mm-hmm. out of nowhere, which kind of showed with the big dude that he killed in his apartment, and then it showed again mm-hmm. when he shot the dude in the head. But um. So I'm trying to see which kind of Joker that this guy is going to be. He does seem like he's the type that tries to, like every Joker, tries to mess with people's minds. Mm-hmm. Arthur Fleck wasn't so much of a mind. Mm-mm. What's his name? Um, his his mind Heath was too, too damaged itself to, to play mind games with others. Yeah. He's just super bitter and violent. Yeah. And then Ledger's did. 
he tried to mess with people's morality uh-huh. and see wh- how far they would go. Like, you think that you're moral, but okay. let me put you in a situation. How yeah, moral he, are you? He broke Harvey. Yeah. And Leto's, we don't talk about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what I was watching. But, they were, they were like, they were like going over all the Jokers over the years. And, um, Man, I'm trying to remember. Oh, it was a review. So somebody reviewed recently the very first Batman. Uh-huh. And, of course, they have to talk about the Joker. And yeah. he was saying, like, yeah, each... They were, they were like, hyping up Nicholson's portrayal. Like, mm-hmm. every iteration. And it was showing pictures of all these Jokers. Ledger, uh, yeah. Mark Hamill. And then Leto's came up. He's like, get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> For real, bro. Get out of here! <laughs> That's not Joker, bro. That, to me, bro, come on. That was a get big miss. They missed all the way with that one. Yeah. But and, and then you got Jack Nicholson's, which is he didn't mess with the mind that much, but he messed with the whole city and he was just mm-hmm. he kind of was in the middle with the pranking things because he would do a bunch yeah. of weird stuff to the city. And then he at the a lot then, of yeah, a lot of the things he did were joke oriented or gag oriented. Yeah, exactly. Like when he freaking took out the dude with the. Oh, was that like a feather or something? He stabbed the dude in the yeah. Throat. He just threw it in his the throat. pen is mightier than the sword. Yeah, and then when he sh- he killed a guy with a shotgun, yeah, the buzzer buzzer thing, dude. Yeah, he was crazy, but he was a fun. He was fun to watch too. Mm-hmm. He, he was like super animated, like when he stormed the art museum or yeah. whatever, freaking dancing and stuff, <laughs> listening to Prince Browns. Is like what the heck. <laughs> Um, so I'm just, I'm just curious to see in this grounded world, because the world in this, the Batman seems more grounded than any, like even more even than, more than the dark Knight trilogy. Than, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's see what he is about. You know what I mean? How, how are they going to put him into it? Because they did what they did with Riddler. I like it. He had the mat. He was mm-hmm. way different than any other Riddler that we ever seen. He didn't have the, the spandex <laughs> with the question marks all over it. Right. He was just... They did a good job with it, and then I'm just. And he wasn't horrifically tacky, like he didn't talk to Batman in riddles or anything. No, I mean, not he did kind of, but not like super over the top. Yeah, like, and I like, yeah, exactly. He still did it, but not like you said, not over the top and not super just goofy, stupid, and tacky. dumb jokes. Yeah. yeah, or riddles, which is yeah, it does make me curious. Like what. How are they going to ground this Joker and make him even more real than the Jokers before? Mm-hmm. Because the other ones w- did have a more comic edge to him, in a sense. They were more in the comic book way. But except for Leto's, Leto's is like the most grounded one. So, well, Arthur Fleck, but he doesn't have Batman to contend against. Right. So this is, the, but the Leto is the one that we have to look at that was more grounded. So let's see what happens. Was, Leto's was just, not Leto. What the heck? I'm yeah, I'm like, wait, what? Ledger's. <laughs> I'm so How confused. How dare you? So Ledger's <laughs> is the one, right? He was basically a freaking um, domestic terrorist, right? Pretty much, yeah. Chaos and everything. So let's see what this one is trying to do. It seems like he's going to try to break Batman psychologically more, uh-huh. even than 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 um, than Ledger's did in the Dark Knight one. I think because he tried to break him in a sense, like by him. Trying to get him to kill him in a sense. You know what I'm saying? To right. kill that's, Joker. That's usually a running trend with all of the Jokers. Like, yeah. So I'm, it's like this one, like, is he going to try to figure out who he is and then hurt his... What's he going to do? What's he going to do to try to break Batman? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? 
Because the other one, he just wanted to, like the first one, he just wanted to kill Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, freaking Jack Nicholson. Right. He just wanted to kill Batman. No rhyme just, or reason. Yeah, he was trying to get rid of him. He wanted, he was more like narcissistic. He wanted the attention of him. Wait till they get a load of me. All that type of stuff. You know what I mean? He was that. He just wanted to make a big old whatever. Mm, a scene. A big old, yeah. And then the other one wanted to break Batman and show him that his little moral code didn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. So is this one just going to, because he looks super dark. Like, what is he going to do? That's what I'm curious about. How How is he going to try to push I, Batman over the edge? I think if, because obviously as somebody who's making these movies, I forget what the director's name is, but. You obviously have all this material to look back on, all the other movies, these games, and obviously the comic books, the original source uh-huh. material. And so far, if he keeps on with this pattern of, number one, grounding these characters mm-hmm. a- as realistic as possible. Yeah. And then two, following not necessarily the trends, but looking at what's already been done. And like how you said, like Nicholson was a narcissist and everything was a joke to him. <laughs> Heath Ledger wanted to show the world that it's not as morally sound as it thinks it is yeah. or Batman is. We could just see that basically uh, uh, an evolution of... Um, oh, I can't even say that because Joaquin Phoenix was just... Joaquin Phoenix was... This is that's the other reason why I don't think he'd ever be a good Joker for Batman to fight mm-hmm. is because a lot of people can see themselves in him. Yeah, he's just a person who finally broke down and just had enough. And, and you was, could know so, why he broke. Yeah, society broke him. He is he is literally the result of society. Yeah, society created him. In a yeah, because they rejected him exactly sense, and so. drove him into the ground and that's, that's what happens what, when you kick someone when they're down then they're super lonely like they have nobody yeah. so it's like yeah so what i think what they could do and should do is probably just just pretty much just evil mm-hmm. like he kills the evilest he one feels that, like it yeah and he seems like he would be that one the yeah, one that's what that I'm is saying. the same Serial killer. Why did like, you kill those people? As I was bored. Yeah. <laughs> because they have joke. Like there's stuff that like Joker has joke. done in the comics that he has not done yet on in the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, they haven't showed. They haven't showed in the movie. Yeah. Because who knows what the heck the Heath Ledger's Joker was doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then the, even Jack Nicholson's was crazy because like he scarred that lady up and called it art. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that dude was a psycho, too. So, I'm just trying to see, like... Uh, to me, it's like... I feel like he's going to try to show... Batman the worst part of humanity and just try to break his psyche in that sense. Like he's like you said, he's just going to be pure evil and do some horrific stuff to people. Mm-hmm. And then to the point where Batman's like, you know what? Some people just do need to die. And that way, I he's going to try so. to break them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's some get people him to just, break the one rule. Yeah. I feel like that, obviously not necessarily that way, but that that element of that character, it's it's just too integral. Like, that has to come up. Yeah. It has to. But the way he's going to go about it just could right. be different. You For know sure. What I mean? Which I think it is just going to be, That's, like you said, with some... Not trying to make people... Not just... Because what's his name? Heath Ledger's was just going to make a whole bunch of people die, and Batman has to try to stop it. They're going to kill each other, though. But this one, he's just going to do little real personal stuff 
like serial killer stuff to the point where it's like this guy just needs to die. And that's that's what I was saying. Like they could also kind of borrow more of those saw elements, like constantly challenging Batman, like putting mm-hmm. him in a position where like you're not gonna kind of like what they did in the Dark Knight. Like mm-hmm. you're not gonna save both of them. Someone's gonna yeah. die. And you're going to have to be left with that choice yeah. of who you decided to follow through on. Yep. If anything, they could also freaking flip that and make it like a whole nother commentary mm-hmm. on like, you know, not necessarily racism, but like, you know, like stuff yeah. like that. Like they could bring that element to the table. Like, why'd you, why did Batman save this person and not the other person? Yeah. You know? And I wonder, yeah. And I wonder if they're going to bring it like to the origin of Joker which is Joker was known to announce his crimes and mm-hmm. then he does them just like he did in just like he did in uh, oh he did it in Jack Nicholson yeah Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. one did it and then even Heath Ledger's and then I'm gonna kill somebody every day yeah until the Batman turns himself people in. are gonna die yeah people are gonna die and then um, what's his name just did his crime on TV Walking Phoenix, huh? Yeah. So, well, not on TV, but just in broad daylight. Yeah. Because, like, I can't... No, think... he did it. In, he did the last crime on TV. Ah, you know the last mean? one. Yeah. Correct. But, yeah, this one, he's... I wonder how he's going to announce it. I'm pretty sure it's going to be through the internet and all that. Kind of, like, the same as Riddler. He'll probably do it instead of... Because Heath Ledger did it through a broadcast right through the news. Right. He, he sent, sent the a video, video to the news. Yeah. <laughs> this one, he's probably... And then... The, and then the first, and then Jack Nicholson just took over the station somehow, remember? Mm-hmm. And then, so I'm thinking that this one, he's going to, um, he's probably going to be doing it through the internet or something. Just make him one of those super sick, crazy people that are, because there's people like that on the internet, dude, that are, that are psychos like that. So who knows? Yeah. To make it more realistic, like kind of bring it into our world in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you ever see that? I can't. I never found out if it was real or not. But that guy who freaking went live on Facebook and just started shooting people. I think that probably was real. There's a guy. There's a guy that has that did that did. They could probably do something like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He goes live. He goes live. Wasting dudes. Yep. Who knows? Yeah, it'll be interesting. I I. And I wonder if it's gonna be that kind of Joker when that's physically opposing to Batman. You know what I mean? Because there's some that just don't. They don't really match up to him physically yeah so they gotta outwit him and do set up traps and do different type of things right right they have to outsmart him because they can't they'll lose the brute force ain't gonna work yeah what joker do you think did or was able to go toe to toe with him ledger was remember ledger ledger was beating him with the crowbar and everything he had the dogs sucked sick the dogs on him yeah but see that's not but then he did yeah those are tools those are things because he yeah. even says, like, at the end, like, I'm, you thought I was going to risk everything on a fist fight with you? Yeah. I knew I would lose. That's not... I didn't put my chips in that basket. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like he was more physically... I feel like Jack Nicholson would have been, though. Like, he looks physically... Yeah, but he got compete. beat up by him pretty easy. He did? Yeah. Because he's he actually put up a fight. Even when he... Remember he did the whole knife thing with mm-hmm. the shoes? Stamping. Like, he was actually trying to fight him. I think uh, Heath Ledger's was more hand-to-hand combat because even the eye thing make this pencil disappear. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Overall. Yeah. And then the dude, he escaped. He he had to fight that cop to get out of there. Remember? And he ended up mm. winning that battle. Mm. So I think that physically, 
like of course he wasn't on Batman's level. Like he's not Bane or anything like that. Right. But he he had some, he was more dangerous than what he looked like. Oh, for you know sure. What I mean, yeah. And that's saying something because he already looked dangerous. To yeah. Get with. But I'm saying he's kind of a small guy. He right. walks a little Scrawny. hunched, like right. tries to make himself a little smaller, try to look like not as physically imposing as somebody would be. But this new one, yeah, I wonder if he's going to be that. Like, is he going to be good at fighting? Because it's just, I don't know. It's just interesting to think about to me. Like, yeah. I wonder what he's going to be like. Yeah, to speculate. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, now on to the sad news. Foo Fighters lost their drummer while on tour. Yeah. Like, they were about to perform, and they... The concert organizers had to come out and be like, hey, they're not coming out. Dude just passed away. Yeah. They were in South America, I think, uh-huh. right somewhere. Colombia, yeah. where, where were they at? South, I'm not sure exactly, somewhere. but South America tour. Yeah. yeah. That. So he died. That's out of nowhere, dude. Like, yeah. What the heck? And I think they were supposed to perform somewhere else. They were just announced to be performing at. Well, yeah, I'm sure I all shows are canceled was, temporarily. I don't know if it was... Uh, it was a musical performance that was supposed to be, I forget, I forgot where. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, that's like blindsided, dude. Yeah. He's only 50 years old. Yeah. I mean, that's not that old. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? And then, um, dang, that's crazy. Dave Grohl, right? Losing two bandmates yeah. pretty bad, like Kurt Cobain. Yeah. And, and, and then now the dude. drummer over here. Yeah, and uh, supposedly they released that it was drugs, and he had like quite the rap sheet of stuff in his system. Yeah, yeah, and um, some of it was prescription, some of it was stuff. Oh, was... Yeah, like uh, antidepressants. Oh, but oh, so he was struggling with depression. He, and yeah, stuff? but there was a, a Roman scrolls worth of other crap in his system. Dang, I think they said twelve to fifteen different other substances. Oh. Yeah. And the radio show that I listen to here, um, one of the hosts, he's a, he's an ex-drug addict. Mm-hmm. And the other guy was like reading, he was literally reading them off, this, that, that. And when um, when they were done reading them off, the ex-drug addict, he goes, hey, man. Like he made a comment like, I actually recognize that list. He literally called it the death cocktail. No, yeah, that's what they call it when they... I think it's when they have um, a certain amount of uppers and, and downers, downers at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's which exactly is usually like said. cocaine and heroin. Mm-hmm. That right there. Or meth and heroin. Like that right there is the... Because your heart can't take that. Yeah. You, you'll have a heart because one of us one of the drugs is telling it to slow down and, and the other one's trying to speed, speed it up. It up. Mm-hmm. So it's like... That's basically what killed Chris Farley too. He had a yeah. he had the he had the death cocktail, yeah, and it's that's sad because yeah. are, are people speculating that it was on that's, that it might have been on purpose? That's what he this that is what this guy was saying. This radio personality is like he's like I don't know, dude, because he's 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 never done it himself, obviously, but yeah. he's been around it and he's he's admitted to having everybody who's done drugs knows that. Like I right, you know that's what, what I mean? he's saying. Yeah. He's like I that's kind of what he's thinking that this yeah. might have been on purpose. Yeah. That is that because if he had antidepressants and stuff, who knows what he was struggling with. It's just sad that the musicians, like they go through like, like with Chris Cornell mm-hmm. a few years back Cry. and then Chester, Chester Bennington, Bennington and all that. Yeah. Like, man, dude, 
such talented people and then they just yeah it's weird something happens it's really weird dude because you would think like he's 50 years old he has his family and stuff he's probably a like you know what I mean his life is he's yeah it's on an incline yeah he's he's with one of the most known bands in all the world you know what I mean right Foo Fighters it's just like what makes people want to do that that's what's like sad yeah we don't know people's day-to-day struggle when it comes to certain things. Yeah, yeah that's, and, a, that's an unfortunate trend with all of them because it's yeah. just like, especially like, let's say Chris Cornell, like I feel like out of all of like Chester and, and this guy, I, I would say he was the biggest and most famous out of all of them. Mm-hmm. And yet he still, you know, had mm-hmm. these feelings and these thoughts. Chris Cornell, yeah, and it was just... Uh, to me, it was such a shock when they started saying that it was a suicide for him, too, because uh-huh. for Chris Cornell, because like his music doesn't really reflect like, yeah, there's sad themes that he he talks about and stuff, but right. it doesn't really reflect like super, Cause, super depressed. Like right. Because you know I remember I mean? that being something with Chester that when uh, Mike Shinoda, the mm-hmm. other singer, he literally said, and I quote, he's like, I never thought that the demons you sung about would be the ones to to claim you. You see what I'm yeah. Like we knew that was, was Chester in his, was, was in the song. The music was yeah. But we didn't know that I didn't see that with Chris Cornell. Right. And, and now with this guy, like he always seemed like whenever you watch any performance, the dude is like the most Or even like interviews, he's pretty he's the, cheery and upbeat. Yeah, he's the most the happy and that's what they say too, right? They could be the happiest looking guys and everything. They put up the biggest run. Yeah. Cause he was like the he was <laughs> It was him and Dave, mm-hmm. the main dudes that when they were in the interviews and everything, that they were the ones that were talking and stuff. And he even did like lead vocals for some of their songs and stuff mm-hmm. too. And then it's crazy because, and then Dave Grohl told, said that he's the greatest drummer in the world. And that's high praise coming from, right, from Dave, Dave Grohl. Like mm-hmm. that guy, you know, it's is notorious. His whole stories of like, he'd get rid of drummers or redo drum tracks mm-hmm. because he didn't like how they did it and stuff like that. It's crazy because that's kind of the dynamic that him and Kurt Cobain had. Like Kurt, uh-huh. Kurt really loved how Dave Grohl drums, so he he didn't redo his drums. Like because uh-huh. Kurt Cobain started off as a drummer, and then he, that's why he was so picky on his drummers. Uh-huh. And he finally found Dave Grohl, and then uh, that's kind of what happened with Foo Fighters. They went through heck of drummers before right. they finally found um, Taylor Hawkins, and then and then they have all these great albums, and then this like you would think that they're this is their um, this is their peak time. This is their best, their best part time in his life. Like his struggles over, he made it as a musician. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He 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 has his family and stuff. Like you would think that he would just want to keep on riding this wave because yeah. it's 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 so good. But you never know. Like, and it just makes you think. Like to me, it makes me think. Like then, what could make a human happy? You get what I'm saying? Right. Like what could like this guy had, seems to have had it all. Like you he could made have just music. about anything you wanted, and it still wasn't enough. Yeah, there's still something missing. Yeah, that's what's that's sad, dude. Because it's like I like I have so many goals and stuff, and I'm feeling like if I reach them, I'm gonna feel good and stuff like that. But then it's like, dang. Yeah, it's moments like this, you're like, well, was it even worth it? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like, dang, dude, it's is that even gonna matter? Is that really gonna make me happy? Yeah. Which I'm, I'm like, I'm not on antidepressants or anything like right. that. Thank God. Yeah. And 
Yeah, it's just sad whenever you hear about a, an artist or musician or somebody that you like listening to their music uh-huh. and then just thinking like, oh, that person's gone. And then that band's probably not going to be the same. That band's definitely not going to be the same. Right. You know what I mean? It's, that, begs, that begs the question is like, well, like what's going to happen? Are the food like, because like take, for example, uh, Led Zeppelin. When John Bottom died, the mm-hmm. drummer, that was it. They stopped. Yeah. No more Zeppelin. And they've, I don't think they've really. It's just Robert Plant, huh? Basically. He does his own things and Jimmy Page does their own things, but not as Led Zeppelin. Yeah. They're, they're not They're together. done. And so I'm kind of like, is that what's going to happen? Is this, I wonder, yeah. That's it. This is it for the foos. We're, we're down here. So it's just probably going to be Dave Grohl now or something? Yeah, maybe and Dave. And the other guys probably go to different bands. Things. Yeah. Who knows? Because they can't, like, imagine, like, who knows how. Because they just put out that one statement, right? That their heart is goes out to them, mm-hmm. his family and everything. And they, I don't think that he's spoken more on it. Mm-mm. Not that I've heard or known. Like, of. I'm sure that he's just freaking shocked. Yeah. Probably still. Like, this is the second time. Because from... Yeah, especially you know for I mean? Dave. Yeah. yeah. The other band that he was in, Kurt Cobain, they, everybody says that Dave and Kurt were, like, super close. Yeah. They were, like, they were almost a couple. You know what I mean? They would say they would say jokes like that in interviews that that Dave that Dave was always looking after Kurt. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Behind him, trying to help him out because Dave was the younger. I think he was the youngest. He one was out the of them. youngest. One. Yeah, know. and then he he looked obviously looked up to them more and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then and then now this other guy that I'm sure he had a lot of love for now, and then a musical friend too at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that they were creative in a lot of ways because he did vocals for them just like. Dave did with Kurt and mm-hmm. then this guy Pat it's just it's just the sad. similarities are uh, undeniable yeah so yeah he's probably just who knows he's probably just like you know what yeah I'm just gonna be this, Dave girl now yeah it might it might you know like you said it's 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 too similar to the to what he went through already so he yeah. might just be like you know what Cause I I also recently found out that that's why Foo Fighters won't cover Nirvana songs. Dave Grohl said it still hurts. Oh yeah. Till this day, it's been what I'm ten sure. plus years or more, maybe even twenty. Like mm-hmm. he's just like I'm. That's the only reason why we won't do it. Because I've watched um I forget what it was, but there's like a clip of them the band rehearsing, uh-huh. and ironically Tim Hawkins. He's always the first one to go there. He'll start playing the beat to whatever. And then Dave will kind of start playing, but then he'll stop. Like, no, no, I can't do that. I won't do that. Dang, he misses Kurt too much probably. Yeah, it hurts him that much that he won't even mess with him. He loved Kurt, dude. What it looked like. And then, um, because I remember he was in an interview too. I think it was with, uh, what the heck is his name? Dude that has the crazy curly hair, radio, radio dude, glasses. Howard Stern? Howard Stern. Howard Stern, he was on Howard Stern, and then he was like, he said, dude, you could sing, and you you could write good songs. Why didn't you guys do those in Nirvana? And he was like, because just Kurt's stuff was better. I was like, I didn't want to do it like that. I would have to have my own band. Like Which Nirvana was Kurt's band, right? basically. So he, that, I, I could see like how much he really... You know, revered him in a sense. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like he, how much he respected him as an artist, and that's probably why too. He just doesn't want to touch his songs. He's like, you know what? Those are Kurt songs. I'm not gonna touch those. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's freaking sad though. It's just yeah. 
Yeah, it's 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 frustrating because, like I said, like these these guys are putting up the biggest fronts, and it's like, mm-hmm. like what a dangerous. I don't want to call it a disease, but like what a dangerous mental state to be in where you feel like absolute crap and don't want to be on this planet and yet at the very same time have convinced yourself to keep it to yourself mm. and not to share it with the world verbally, physically, at any kind of yeah. capacity. Yeah. Like it's that is a nasty feedback loop to be caught in. Because then you isolate yourself in a sense. Yeah. Because you just feel like you, you, nobody's going to understand or something. Exactly. Like look at but not, not only that, not only are they not under, under, uh, not going to understand, but most people, like me and you, like the first question is going to be, how, why? Yeah. You're famous. You're rich. You're this. You're that. Why? Like, like almost yeah. like they don't have a right. You're living to, the dream. Yeah. Like it's that, almost you know? like you don't have a right to be depressed. Yeah. But it's a mental illness. Like it's not that. It's, it's sometimes so they say it's chemical imbalances. Mm-hmm. It's different things, and especially if you're if you're antidepressants and you're mixing drugs, because even drugs mess with your mood too. Your dopamine levels, all that stuff. Yeah, he had, so it's he like, had two prescription dr- uh, drugs for antidepressants. He had marijuana and like seven other things in the system. So yeah, dang. I wonder where if he was alone. He was, he was yeah he was because he was in a in a hotel room and shortly after he did it he he started to call like the hotel staff that he was in pain oh he was he, he tried was. to call for help then mm-hmm. dang and somebody made a point because going back to that radio show the ex-drug addict was saying like hey i think he might have done that on purpose mm-hmm. but then the other guy countered him with that well like well why would he call why for would help? he call for help and then there's a third person now they chimed in and said, well, like a lot of people, once they've done it, they get, after it starts to happen, they panic and they get they scared. They regret it. They regret it. There's people that regret it. Yeah. Because there's people that have actually tried suicide and they survived their attempt yeah. and they're like, dude, I did regret it. Like I was afraid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is sad. It's just, whenever it comes to that stuff, it is, it's pretty sad. Like incredibly sad. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, it is. Just, and it just happens to a lot of musicians. It's, it's yeah. crazy. I wonder what... I don't know. Strange. Kinda, a correlation there of some not, sort. Not to downplay it or poke fun, but you almost kind of have to bring up the age-old story or rumor or myth of like making a deal with the devil. Oh, Right? Yeah. Like, give me your soul and you'll have fame and fortune and whatever. Yeah, people have, people say that. People, you know, they have so many conspiracy theories about that. Like, Illuminati, all this. This mm-hmm. person was sacrificed for that. This person, that. And, yeah, shout your soul for rock and roll, right? That's mm-hmm. the whole, that's, that's the, the whole mantra. Shout your it. soul for rock and roll. It's crazy. And, yeah, and super freaky. I was going to say that, um... Now that we're obviously bringing up Nirvana and stuff, like I lived, I lived a pretty sheltered life. I wasn't allowed to listen to like secular music ever, mm. and so when I finally moved out and I was able to listen to whatever I wanted, um, they released "You Know You're Right" oh, in yeah. 2006, mm-hmm. and so they were just playing the crap out of it on the radio, and like that was my first exposure. 
to, oh. to Nirvana, and then I found out about Nevermind and mm-hmm. yada yada yada. Yeah, and it was so funny because again, like I said, it was like a brand new track, mm-hmm. and so they were talking about it and stuff. And um, what was it? They they had just got done playing "Rape Me," and the uh. DJ's like, "Oh no, thanks, Kurt. I'm good." Uh. Almost as if he was alive. And so mm. for the longest time. And again, because this had just came out, I thought they were still, I thought they were still doing stuff. Yeah. Only to find out like, no, he's been dead. Yeah. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. When I found out, when I, when, when I heard of Nirvana, I knew already that he had passed away because it was just like, I started getting into alternative music, rock and everything because I grew up mainly hip hop and Spanish music and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. A lot of people would just listen to that around me. But then when I started listening to my own music that I wanted to, and I started getting into rock and stuff. So I had I had known about that when they told me about Nirvana, they were like, "Oh yeah, this guy died and stuff like that." Yeah, so but I felt that with Sublime, like I didn't know Bradley was already dead. And then I, because I first heard Sublime just on the radio, and at first, and at first I was like, "Man!" And then I like I didn't know if I liked it or not because it was my first introduction to alternative music and all this mm-hmm. stuff and I heard it again and it just got stuck in my head and I was like brother heck it's tight and I said who is this man and I found out Sublime started doing my research I started buying albums and then come to find out I was like oh Bradley no he's dead dude I was like oh what the heck and this is already he's been dead for a while already but mm-hmm. it's just like it is crazy when you find out and like cause you kinda are waiting for more music to come yeah. out from then now and you're just like, sitting there anticipating more and, and it's like oh dude he's gone yeah that was yeah so I felt that when when they had when with Bradley. I with Bradley yeah. yeah, and that one too he did he did an OD he he overdosed too yeah all by dude. himself out on the beach Dang. sad yeah. bro it sucks it's yep. just <sighs> too yeah. soon right oh for sure fifty come on now. He's still out there. Dude, you got Mick Jagger out there pushing right? 80, right? Pushing 80 still still out there rocking, bro. Friggin', or what's his name? Uh, <laughs> Keith Richards? Yeah. The guitar that, player? Yeah, that dude. That guy's too. OD'd several times. Dude, yeah. The... They're still out there kicking, right? Oh my golly. Yeah. I mean. Jesus. So, yeah. And, and he was young. Relatively young. Yeah. You compare him, you know, to the other dudes. Absolutely. That's what I was... I was telling my coworkers when we were talking about this, I was like, if you stop and you think about it, like just the nineties alone, like the, the, the gods, if you will, of the nineties rock and alternative, mm-hmm. Eddie Vedder and freaking Billy Corgan are the only two standing. And then, uh, what's his name? <laughs> That's like freaking it. Freaking Dave Grohl. Ah, uh, true. He I was guess later nineties yeah, though. Huh? I guess, I guess we would include him too. But they were later '90s. I, I like, get, but the '90s sound, right? You mean yeah. like I would say, Eddie yeah, Vedder for the '90s going, sound. Yeah, and I'm just it. like, and he looks, he's looking at me, he's like, "Dang, you're right." I'm like, "Dude, Scott Weiland's dead, Kirk Cobain's dead, uh, Staley, mm-hmm. Staley's yeah, dead, Lane, Lane Staley, Lane Staley's dead, freaking <laughs> dude, the chick from the be- Cranberries is dead, <laughs> dude. Even dead. the dude, even the dude before Eddie Vedder had Mother had, Love Bone. Yeah, that he died. That's yeah, where the freaking Temple of the Dog. That dude died. They're Chris Cornell, bro. You Chris said Chris Cornell. Cornell already? Yeah, he's Cor- dead. It's like what out the? of the out of the big four. It's yeah. Eddie, out of the big four grunge bands, you know they call them the big four. Right. It is Eddie Eddie's Vedder. the only Eddie's one. The only one standing. And it's just like, what is it? 
because like how you mentioned like freaking van halen he freaking he was in his 70s he barely died and freaking mick jagger and keith they're still kicking around the different motorhead the motorhead he, yeah oh he did well, he, he passed was, away but i'm saying he was old. older and right. he was a freaking he was on meth and everything his blood type Dr- was whiskey yeah drank a freaking <laughs> bottle of whiskey of jack daniels and took it everywhere like and he still was yeah it's weird it's like what what is it about those who came out in the 90s that are so and it's like what the heck look at where they like depression is bad in in that area in that in uh seattle Uh, because of the rain and stuff like that like depression's a thing out there mm -hmm. and then and even just listen to the music the music is more depressing like you listen to the 70s songs they're more party they're a beat their love song like music about women and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and then the themes are different when you get to the 90s. It's more yeah. depressed and it's more, it's it's sadder. It's a different thing. So I'm, I'm just like, what shifted, you know what I mean? And, and the culture in general mm-hmm. for people to just start getting sadder, you know? Yeah. Seems like they did. Yeah. But it's crazy. Weird. And then you got the emos, huh? <laughs> emos coming back on TikTok and stuff. Emo, Thanks to freaking Machine Gun Kelly of all people. Oh my gosh, that guy! I can't stand that douche. He bro. he uses your favorite lyric. He doesn't yeah. say head. Oh, he doesn't. Yeah, in my head. Oh my, in my God. head. I can't stand Machine oh, Gun Kelly. You'd bro. love him. You'd love him. Oh, that guy. I watched a video today with him. It was him. Uh, Travis Barker on drums, and then uh, the dude from uh, Bring Me the Horizon. Oh man, these guys look like some freaking hot topic rejects. Jesus Dude. Christ! <laughs> freaking Bro. Machine Gun Kelly's got his hot pink hair. He's got piercings every which. Bro, place. why? How did he go from a rapper to that? Like, and supposed to be a hard rapper. You know what I mean? Like, supposedly, supposedly, he's actually always wanted to do this. Supposedly. Oh and, yeah, Eminem could have kicked him out the rap game. That's what happened, bro. He dissed him too hard. Well, here's the thing, though. Like I thought that too for the Kill longest shot, time, bro. but after Kill Shot, he still put out a rap album. Well, it was around the same time he was already going to put that album out. Before True, Kill Shot and came but out. then even like recently, he still put out. He did something with Lil Wayne or whatever. Like yeah. he's still putting it out there, but. He's clearly putting out more of this pop punk emo stuff. He kind of does that though. He kind of changes up genres when it when something's not popping and stuff like that. He jump he, ship. Yeah, he does do that because mm. even he he was talking mess about because uh, Eminem called him a mumble rapper, but then his album came out and it was all mumble rap. Like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> he he knew exactly where you were going with it. You know right. what I mean? So. But yeah, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of. I his. I feel like like obviously like I'm not into rap like that. Like I don't keep track of like who's hot and who's you know all this mm. other fun stuff. I'm pretty sure it should be universally known that you just don't f with them. No, not when it comes to dissing, bro. At <laughs> any capacity. No, yeah. Just, just, just leave stay that, out of his way. Just leave that dude alone. People <laughs> even say that. Just leave alone. that guy alone, bro. Just leave that what guy alone. What were you alone. thinking? He thought he went hard, too, bro. He put all his effort into that song. <laughs> the rap devil. And, dude, two days later, maybe. Destroyed. I think maybe less, bro, he came out with his song, and it was just like, it was over, dude. Yeah, it's just like. Like I said, like I I am so far removed from that world, and even I know 
Stay out of that dude's way. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even uh, look him in the eyes. Stay away. That guy would destroy you. <laughs> he will annihilate mm, you, yeah. your mom, your dad, your sister. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. For real. <laughs> uh, what are we looking at? What time are we at? Well, we're just hitting an hour. All right. Well. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. That's it, yo. You guys excited about the new Joker? Let us know. That's right. Tell us. On Instagram, what'd you guys think of the trailer if you guys watched it? Follow I'm excited us. to see what they're going to do with it. I want to see. Too. And then, uh, yeah. My hearts go out to uh-huh. Taylor's family. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, the Foo Fighters. Fighters. Just any music lover out there in general. I'm pretty sure plenty of people are sad out there. Yeah. yeah. And, um. Just because I feel like it needs to be said is like if you feel, if you've ever even for a moment remotely felt depressed, don't like we said it's a nasty feedback loop. Yeah, don't keep it to like. Do really, not keep it to yourself. Go out like people do care. That's the thing. Like people get mm-hmm. stuck in their own heads and they just feel like nobody's gonna care anyways. But just try it, dude. Try to yeah. Ask ask if somebody cares. You know what I mean? They have. Yeah. You know, people care. I mean, for God, for God's sakes, they got hotlines for this. Like, yeah. don't, don't think that you're beneath that or like, or a weak person. Because I think a lot of people, yeah, too, don't they think feel you're like, weak for feel, reaching I wanna, out. I don't want to be a burden. People feel like because I've heard people that struggle with that, and they're like, I yeah. just don't. I feel like a burden. I don't want to be a burden. It's not a burden when when somebody loves you. It's not a burden. You get what I'm saying? Like, people don't get that when somebody cares about you. It's not like a mm-hmm. hard thing to do. To care about you back, you gotta like, right. care about you. Very they, natural, yeah. Reaction, it's, it's yeah. It's not a burden, exactly. So like, like, seriously, don't bottle that. Don't keep it to yourself. Yeah, reach out. But yeah, thank thank you, nerds, for listening. Thank you for listening. You have a good night. <laughs>